Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In this episode, Peter Shulman, founder of Goodness Meatbox, joins us. Peter's a great friend of mine and we met when she first started her business. Her business journey is a very successful one where she turned a poor health situation into a multi-million dollar empire. Peter was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and started looking for a way to improve her health. Through discovering there were a large range of health products most people didn't know about, she used $20,000 of her savings and set herself an ambitious deadline of three months to make her business a success. Her Instagram account grew to over 10,000 followers in 10 days and the rest is history. Hi Peter, how are you? Hi Alison, I'm good, how are you? Good. We were just saying we better hit record because we're just nattering away. We want to share the conversation with everyone. Yeah, we're getting into all the good stuff, so (laughs) put pause on it. I know. All right then. So to introduce yourself, or how about I introduce you? This is Peter Shulman, founder of Goodness Me Box. Peter, how long has your business been going for now? So we've been going for over four years now. So we started in 2014 and... Yes, it's gone so quickly, but it's been so much fun and so many ups and downs as well along the way. Gosh. Do you know, four years isn't really that long. It actually feels like you've been around for far longer than that. Yeah, I I guess because when you start working on the business idea as well, um, as the founder, you count that time as well. Yeah. So that's when you that's when you started. So it does feel like that. And I've also been in the what we would call the preventative health space for five years prior to that working in PR. So um, I feel like I've been in the industry for a very long time. Yeah. But also, I mean, you've had such tremendous success with the business so quickly that you didn't really spend much time with the business being behind the scenes where no one knew about you. You know, like you really just came up with a bang. So although you've been going for four years, it feels like a lot of people have known about that business for four years yeah, I guess so. I mean, we had no expectation that that would really happen in the beginning. Well, I didn't, and I was still just sitting in my apartment when everything launched and the marketing plan went um, really great, great from the get-go and we had to move really quickly. So that was really exciting. But then I think after that time, you know, you definitely come up with the challenges of growth and the challenges of website development as well that you don't expect. Yes. All right. So let's go back to the beginning. So not everyone knows what Goodness Me Box is. Would you like to explain it? Yeah, sure. So we are a health food sampling service. We're the largest in Australia and it works on a subscription basis. Our customers will sign up for $25 a month and every month they will get between seven to 10 health food products in the box. Um, But from our point of view, what's really exciting about the business is we really see ourselves as a marketing service for all these amazing healthy brands out there. We're trying to get the word out there and get their product into the hands of the right person. So we also receive a lot of data and product feedback and insights from our customers to receive the products in the box. Um, We have an uh, incentive for them to review the products and so giving that information to the brands is a really important part of the process as well. So it's a little bit like market research for the brands as well really, isn't it? 
Mm, exactly, and it can help them with um, product development and all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, we, we think it's quite a critical part of the service. Yeah. So what categories would you put inside the boxes? Because it used to be just food, but you've gone beyond that now, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, so the monthly box, it's mostly food, and then we'll put in maybe one or two beauty or personal care items that are that are out there. Um for us, everything has to be natural, made of natural ingredients and GMO-free. And then we've also released a quarterly beauty box as well, and that's solely beauty and personal care products in there. So that's been a new addition which we launched this year. Was that really well received? Yeah, so what we were finding based on the feedback was that our audience would get really excited by the one or two beauty products in the monthly box and there was a section of the audience that were natural beauty fanatics. So um, it made a lot of sense to launch it and, um, yeah, it it was really well received by our current audience and also attracted a, a new segment as well. Yeah. how What do you do to market the box these days? Oh, we do multiple things. So social media obviously is a really big part of what we do. Um, Instagram still we think has great organic reach, but your best um, paid-for digital platform we find is Facebook advertising. The organic reach for Facebook since compared to when I began has totally slowed down and is, is virtually non-existent. I mean, you'll go on some companies' websites who have over a million um, followers on their page and um, they've got, you know, between one to five likes on their post. So it's, yeah, it's been a really interesting transition. Um, We also do PR. We do, we have um, loyalty programs. We do um, affiliate programs. We do our EDM marketing is really important and um, growing that EDM list is a critical part of the business as well. And um, we try, I guess being from a PR background, we try to be as resourceful as possible. Um, You know, a very, very, very small percentage of our budget is reserved for paid for media and um, another thing that we do a lot is partnerships. So this year we partnered with Lorna Jane, with Mamma Mia, with Stonewood Fitness, with the Kick Girls. So we had some really cool partnerships which um, opened us up to a whole other audience each time we did that. Mm. Out of all those elements, because that's such a great range, you know, of pockets for you to be dipping in from a marketing aspect, is there like a standout platform or a standout element where you go, gosh, that really is a huge contributor to sales and brand awareness? Yes, I, I would say partnerships is number one. Yeah. I think if you can find the right partner where your brands really align, that can be extremely valuable for your business. Um, and it has to be a win-win for, for both parties as well. Mm. Absolutely. So given that, I assume you'll continue with certain partnerships going forward into 2019? Yes. So we've got some exciting things planned and um, still some talks in the work between some other companies, but we're really excited for next year. Right. So can you tell us any elements? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can reveal... our January partnership. So we're doing something with um, Lindy Cohen, the new nutritionist, and that's oh, our. I love Lindy. 
yeah, she's fantastic. So yeah. she is the resident dietitian for Channel 9 in the, on the Today Show, for those who don't know her. And um, we're doing a body love box because she has been speaking a lot about that. It's become a really important message out there, particularly in the health space lately, and it's something that we want to focus on because our whole message is that we never count calories you don't have to be a mathematician to be healthy and it's all about eating real food and we really want to push that message so having a strong partnership with Lindy made a lot of sense for us Mm, that's great will you be doing any events yes so uh we are bringing back our whole food night market so in Sydney only excited or are you going to travel with it yeah in Sydney um there's such a big um event logistically as well to put on that we're keeping in sydney for the moment and we're going to be doing two next year which we're really excited about Mm. so we've got planning underway and we were having meetings about it yesterday so um i'm I'm really excited oh my gosh so can i ask them because you know the the event is so fabulous for speakers as well as you know like the market area for brands um we i'm assuming you'll be doing the market area where where small businesses can get involved yes definitely and that's the highlight as well of the night of having all those new and also loved brands who are there to do taste testing and product trials and to sell their product and um I think the people who attend get really excited to to discover the stores that's so good have you had any brands in the past fly in to you know be represented at that market yes we've had a lot of New Zealand brands fly in so we Picks. have had Picks, Picks yeah. Peanut Butter. We've had Venerdi Paleo Bread. We've had um, Clean Paleo come in from New Zealand. Uh, we've had quite a few. And then from Perth, we yeah. had Lupin Foods. And so all over, from all over Australia. And Melbourne. For the evening. And it's just a really beautiful night. I think there's just yeah. a really great atmosphere at the oh event God. and something that I've never experienced before. It's quite different to your traditional expo or trade show it is it feels more community based absolutely we want to make it like a festival and um almost like you've got all your local businesses around who um you're meeting at the event on the night even though they've come from afar as well I think that what makes the health food market so exciting is that when people discover these new products they feel novel and new and therefore it creates that excitement yeah Oh, my gosh. So are you taking any, um, what would you call it, uh, inquiries from small businesses about this at the moment or how? what's the process if anyone wants to get involved? Yeah, sure. So they can just contact us, um, our email address, which we can put in the show notes as well. But um, we have our email list where we were going to be sending out an EDM really shortly to announce it. And then next year we will be um, promoting it through wider channels yeah. as well. But if they just go to our website and contact us, that's the best way to get in touch. Okay. When are you, when are you planning on running them? So we've got a winter one and a summer one. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be so much fun. So, yes. so good. I'm glad you're bringing those back. Are there, are there any other elements that are going to be happening within the business? We're launching something new in February, which I can't say too much at the moment, but it's something for mums and kids, which we're really excited about. So 
that'll be cool. Um, and what else do we have going on? We've recently launched our online shop. So that's right. That's, How's it going? It's been going really well. I mean, I've wanted to do that since day one when I, I launched know. Goodness Me Box, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, six months in, I'll do it and it'll be fine. And then four years later, it took to actually get it off the ground. I think you, you don't expect everything else to come along and it's, it can become more difficult to, I guess, launch new new directions in the business as well. Yes. So it was just the right time this year and so finally we, we were able to do it. That's so good. So basically, are they in that online shop, are they brands that you've represented in the box or are they different brands? They're brands in the box. So we will only stock products on the shop who we've worked with and who've featured in the box. Yeah. And um, the idea behind it as well is that it's a highly curated range on the online shop. Right. Okay. So you, you'll switch them around with you and just keep it small? We will keep them on there permanently okay. and we'll just keep growing it. Yeah, okay. So it'll, it'll gradually get bigger and bigger each month. Oh, that is so exciting. That's fabulous. Oh, my gosh. So given all these different elements that are going on in the business, how big is the team these days? So there's six of us in the office and then we outsource a lot of elements of the business. And I think the great thing about the business model is that we're able to scale with the team this size and, um, you know, for business I think that's a great thing because obviously your team can sometimes be your biggest cost as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, w- it works really well. We have a fantastic warehouse that we work with. It packs, packs boxes and that all runs seamlessly. So um, I guess with all that running really well, it's enabled us to open these other directions for the business and focus more attention on the event and on the online shop and on new product launches. Yeah. Are you going out to the warehouse very often or is that you have the ability just to leave that and let them do what they need to do? We are able to leave it and let them do what they need to do. And we probably go there once a month um, to check on everything, but we communicate with them daily. Yeah. So what does a standard day look like for you? Oh, I guess it varies every day. Uh, I think I've gotten myself to a really great point in the business where I'm not working in the business anymore and I'm working on it, um, which definitely took a couple of years to get into that position. Um, I guess today I was working on a partnership proposal, which I sent through. We had a meeting about our marketing plan for next year. Um, what else went on today? I'm just trying to think. We, I mean, it can really range. I mean, sometimes if there's an, an issue with um, the couriers or warehouse delivery and, you know, the operations manager needs to have a chat about something, negotiating rates with the couriers, um, you know, having meetings with operation manager to get opinions on that. The website, um, sometimes we will want to optimise things on the website or change them and that will involve a discussion, speaking to brands as well. Um, so it can really vary and overlooking sometimes social media um, 
and the content on that side. So, yeah, I mean, every, of, every day is different. Yeah. With the social media, do you find, I mean, you've just said before that the advertising on uh, Facebook is a critical component, you know, for, for, for what you do. The ads that you're running, like are you finding that video or static um, posts are working best for you or, you know, what, what's working best for your brand at the moment? I think video is essential. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't have to be it can be um a series of still shots being used as video. Still still images can work. I think it depends on the funnel that you've got people going through. So it depends what stage of the Facebook ads you're showing. And mm. a still image can definitely still work, but I think video one of the stages is is definitely really important to have amazing and you're often featuring in the videos as well aren't you a little bit here and there we sort of draw a fine line between having me across the brand and also pulling it back so um while there's a face and a story and a connection there it's it's not there 100% of the time yeah. either. And I think that's a, a tricky thing to navigate as well. Um, I know that we've been at events together and a lot of the time businesses will, business owners will put up their hand and say, well, I don't want to speak on social media and I don't want to put my face out there and is it an absolute must? So, and I guess you speak to so many of those businesses. I don't know what your thoughts are. Well, it, it always depends on the brand and everything. But the fact is, is that consumers, uh, they connect with a personality and an emotion. So if you don't want to feature in the brand, you have to make sure that the brand is conveying that element that they feel connected to so that they allow that relationship to happen. But I think that what the way that you done it is is really clever in the fact that now yes there is a face and there is a personality but it's not there all the time and and yeah. I do think you know as as a small business people do want to know who's the founder who's who's the face behind that brand but it doesn't necessarily have to be plastered everywhere so it, yeah. it just depends on what the business is but for services it's different so with services when someone's actually providing the service the face has to be in the brand way more because people want to know who's providing that service and, and through getting to know that person allows them to kind of really understand, you know, the vibe and, and the connectivity for that person. Yep. It just naturally, it just it just depends on what the business is. But I do think brands, having a person or at least an emotion that is strapped to that brand will help. Yes, I think it's really important. And also just for brand trust, I yes. think developing brand trust is, is obviously number one. And so that really helps when they know who's behind it and who's the message coming from and what's the story. Yeah. So with you, I mean, clearly you're busy. <laughs> let's, let's say you are very, very busy. How do you stay grounded in amongst, you know, running a team of people and a growing business? Yeah, um, I do a few things. I think looking after my health is something that really helps and I've got an autoimmune condition but it actually forces me to pay a lot of attention to my health and sleep being one of one of those things as well. I'm not a mum yet, I don't have kids, so I know obviously that gets much harder and that's something I have to ask a lot of advice about when I get to that stage. But um, <laughs> 
sleep is definitely something that I find helpful. I walk a lot when I'm stressed. I listen to podcasts and um, I find that I always come back feeling refreshed and inspired and like I've learned something as well for the business. And it often puts your problems as well in perspective when you hear about something that someone else has gone through and, you know, it's not really as... um, what you've got going on doesn't yeah. feel as difficult anymore. That's so I right. find that really helpful. Um, family, I find, is essential. Every Friday night we get together and have dinner. And um, The dinners look I've, amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you. My, tonight I'm going to my granny. Today's Friday. And um, she's incredible. She's 92 and will make dinner for the whole entire family. Wow. So that's a really nice tradition that we do. And then also um, my husband, I think, keeps him really grounded. I think it's really important when you're running a business that, um, you know, to have a strong partner at home who's really supportive. And when you do have those times, if you do doubt yourself, um, that they're there to lift you up. Yeah. So, and, and your friends as well. And I've got an amazing group of friends who are really understanding and they also understand that I'm not always around as well and they never um you know give me a hard time about that they've always been a very understanding from day one Mm. incredible so peter where can everyone find you so the best place i guess um i would say our instagram first of all if you just go to goodness me box if you want to check out our website it's goodnessmebox.com and um I guess we've also got amazing Facebook group, which some people might be interested in about um, how to shop healthy. And we have a nutritionist there available daily and you can get tips there about how to read the food labels and what's healthy and what's not. And what we find is our audience get really confused. Yeah, what's on understandably. The market. Yeah, very confused about how to read the labels and if something's actually good for them. So I know there's a lot of business owners listening, but they might be interested in checking out the group as well and and seeing what people are asking. I'm going to check it out. What's the group called? So it's called Healthy Food and Shopping Tips. Okay. All right then. Amazing. Peter, it's been so great speaking to you yet again and I can't wait for the, for the markets. Yes, that'll be fantastic. I'm excited. (laughs) 